Sholchan Arecharav, we are in Simen Shinches, in the middle of Halacha Beis, section 308, we are in the middle of the second Halacha. Yesterday, in the beginning of Halacha Beis, we, expla- we began explaining that anything, Sheyesh Teres Kli Alav, anything that is considered and characterized as a Kli, uh, which is a utensil or useful implement, implement may be used, uh, excuse me, may be moved on Shabbos. We did point out um, that this includes even a kli that is normally used for something usher, that it could be moved as well, albeit with some restrictions. And we gave an example for, of a kli that is used for something usher on Shabbos. Um, for example, a hatchet that is used to chop wood, a blacksmith's or goldsmith's hammer, and the like. Okay, continuing the Allah. The license mentioned above applies even to a kli used to perform an activity that is forbidden when the kli is also muksa, in other words, it's set aside not to be used because it is repugnant. The um, Al-Tarebbe refers to such articles as muksa since they are repugnant, and hence a person will generally not make use of them. Nevertheless, they may be moved for certain purposes, as is the case with the hatchet or any similar object, which is discussed in Halachas Zayin and Yudbei 7 and 12. So, why is it repugnant, or what does it mean to be repugnant, that a person diverts and, and turns his attention away from the Kli, because it is repugnant, and it will not use it for another permitted activity. For example, a used earthenware lamp which was not kindled on that Shabbos. Um, we'll, we'll explain what it, if it was kindled on Shabbos, but let's say it wasn't kindled on Shabbos. It's not considered as muktza set aside in an absolute sense for that reason. Now, what, what, what about if it was kindled on that Shabbos? So then it would, it would be deemed muktza because it was forbidden to be moved at the commencement of the Shabbos, and this prohibition would remain in force for the entire Shabbos. Okay. Um, so... But if it was not uh, used on, on Shabbos, that's not considered muktzah um, because of it of, because of its repugnance. Still, does not make it be considered muktzah, even though such an article is not fit to be used for another permitted activity because it is objectionable and repugnant. For example, uh, in a, a lamp, even a metal lamp in which kerosene was burnt, is not considered muktzah and is not entirely forbidden to be moved. Instead, it may be moved according to the guidelines that apply to other kalim used for forbidden activities, since it never, is nevertheless fit to be used to cover containers. Okay, a couple notes here. Even though a used metal lamp does not become as repugnant as a used earthenware lamp, in this case, since it was used for kerosene, no one will want to use it for any other purpose. Okay. Um, now, in subsections 43 and 72, the Altarebbe mentions that objects uh, like severed sandals, urinals, etc., that are so repugnant, that one usually would not use them to cover containers, are deemed muktzah in an absolute sense. Gomer. Consider muktzah gomer. Okay. Halacha Gimel 3. Even a utensil that is set aside not to be used for any purpose, for example, utensils prepared and ready to be sold as merchandise, as the Gemara in Shabbos 19b says, which are not commonly used for any purpose, are not necessarily deemed as muktza. If the person is not careful uh, to never use them at all for his personal use, he is not considered to have diverted his attention from using them entirely, and therefore 
they're not the muktzah, and thus are not forbidden to be moved. Now, there are times when an article set aside as merchandise will never be used by a person for his private purposes. In many instances, however, even though he is not, excuse me, he has designated an article as merchandise, he will use it for his own purposes if he needs it. Now, Naltarev continues, what does the above apply to an article that is actually a utensil? However, different rules apply if something is not actually a utensil, but is placed in the category of utensils because it's fit to be used for some purpose on Shabbos. For example, rolls of wool that are fit to be used for, for support or to sit on, and other similar objects. If one places such objects in a warehouse for the purpose of selling them, he nullifies their previous classification as utensils and is forbidden to move them, even though he would use them without any compunction. Such objects remain mukta unless the person later changes his mind and designates them to be used for his personal purposes for all time. Okay, today we, discla- we discussed uh, a klisha malachtil iser, a vessel or a keli, utensil that is used for something that is uh, forbidden on Shabbos, that even if it's, the reason it's set aside is because it is repugnant, that it doesn't mean it is, uh, it is mukta. Um, we also talked about a, a keli that is set aside not to be used for any purpose. That still is not considered mukta. Okay. Of course, you have to point out that there are always added uh, particular restrictions that may apply. And we have to learn the entire uh, section about mukta before we can make a halachic ruling. This concludes today's share.